Thank you for listening in right now. Glad to have you here. My name is Nyla, and this is Greener Thoughts. I help you understand the environment today so you can experience a greener life. Let's connect online. You can reach Greener Thoughts by voice message. The anchor.fm link is in each episode's show notes. You can do so via the Anchor app or by email at greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. everyone. So there are a few environmental holidays to go ahead and look out for next time you're checking out the calendar for the middle of September. The first environmental holiday is National Drive Electric Week. It occurs from September the 14th through September the 22nd. And so for all those who love electric vehicles or in the the car uh, shopping mood for something that they've researched for a long time and you want to get best perspectives on one of the perks and benefits of driving electric, then this is the time to do so during that time. And then also number two is the International Day for the Preservation of the Ozone Layer and that occurs on September the 16th and that is a UN holiday. Next up is the segment Headlines from the Hemispheres. As you know, or if you're new here to the Greener Thoughts program, it's where I cover amazing headlines of environmental news from all over the globe. So our first headline is out of Australia. Australia's untapped gas reserves could release three years worth of global emissions. And the Guardian over in the UK had that story. And again, this is from out of Australia, where based on this recent report by a think tank called Australian or the Australia Institute, it found via government data that 22 major gas production and export projects have been proposed all across Australia. But uh, with that, the the proposals could lead to about half a billion tons of emissions being released roughly uh, every single year in Australia. So uh, that is about um, roughly... Um, a portion of what Australia releases every year. So with those uh, projects, it releases uh, half a billion uh, tons of emissions, and that's roughly what Australia does um, every year. So uh, with that, there is, you know, there are many downsides to that, but one of the uh, most important things to remember is that at the end of this of these proposals, if it it was to come to fruition, then uh, these uh, potential gas resources would be tapped to their limits and it would lead to the equivalent of three times as much of as current annual emissions in Australia or as much as two times as much as the combined historic emissions of major polluters like Chevron, Exxon, BHP, and Rio Tinto. 
The report was commissioned by the Australian Conservation Foundation. Next is a new story out of China. So air pollution falls in China after extensive efforts to reduce emissions. Positive that news had that story. This was from a recent study that was published in uh, late September, and it was uh, noticing the deaths um, of um, from China uh, regarding air pollution were down below levels from the 1990s. So that's pretty great. Um, and so the research was published by the Lancet and was also funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and also the China National Key Research and Development Program. And the researchers found that between 2013 and 2017, particle pollution in 74 key Chinese cities reduced by an average of 33%. And then lastly, our story about uh, Sri Lanka and the news from there. So Sri Lanka to take legal action against tanker's owner after fire. Reuters.com reported on this. And again, this is out of Sri Lanka. It has taken its uh, um, task of uh, being in court with one of the owners of this huge oil super tanker that caught on fire and broke out a huge fire on um, this the, the vessel. And it was bunker oil that was everywhere. And actually, um, the connection to that in one of these documentaries I've seen recently has been striking. It's called um, uh, Freighting. And it is uh, the documentary about freight shipping and containers and world shipping, economics, and consumerism. And it's shocking uh, what I learned from that documentary. And it's, it, it had me angry and repulsed. And, you know, about this article, one of the, the ships, the, the one that's at fault here, the Greek base, it's a, it's a Greece-based uh, company, but they fly the uh, um, Panama flag on their ship. And to try and get uh, around the laws of, of Greece, they fly the, the Panamanian flag uh, on their ship. And uh, they have many benefits to that because uh, Panama isn't really checking for, you know, freight uh, ships and whatever is done, you know, under that flag, it's likely to be uh, less prosecuted. Another great piece we're going to talk about comes from treehawker.com. And this is a topic I know I probably should have covered in the first uh, three to six months of the pandemic, but of course it takes some uh, time for uh, products to be available and for a need to be there, especially in mass. You know, uh, there have been um, many different products that have come out since the pandemic, many businesses have started. And so I thought it'd be the perfect time to talk about uh, eco-friendly masks and getting reusable ones, the, the types of ones that come in packs or in bulk uh, from different um, eco-friendly um, or more conscious sellers. And because we already discussed a bit of uh, what China was doing in, in the beginnings of the pandemic and the record levels of um, making of um, protections for um, the pandemic, whether they be masks or gloves or scrubs or anything of that sort, 
Um, I felt that it was um, a, a great time to talk about masks. And as you know, or maybe if you're not familiar with, I discussed uh, from a science uh, magazine headline about how China went ahead and they produced so many uh, things, so many face masks, single use, of course, um, back in February 2020. And they produced it at a rate of about 116 million per day to service the general public and the healthcare workers and service workers. And that's about 12 times the usual quantity. So I I think that face masks um, are great and uh, to some degree, um, even though cumbersome to some, but they are much needed. So I want to get us started and you know talk about these amazing uh, face masks and eco-friendly options for you. And your family. So the first one, all of these are going to have special, um, I guess, categories, and then want to name the vendor and the type of mask itself, and then also where you can um, buy it from, and some price details, and a little bit of other details too. So the first, uh, the first mask is the um, United by Blue uh, one, and it's best overall. It is their hemp, uh, salvaged hemp blend face mask in a three pack. And of course, it's by United by Blue. You can visit unitedbyblue.com and they have their $20 uh, packs uh, and uh, other ones. Those prices vary by packs too. And for um, anyone in advance, all these prices are going to be in US dollars. So that's 20 US dollars for the first one. So that uh, the pack of the masks is in a three pack and it's from organic cotton and hemp and also recycled recycled uh, polyester. And for every pack sold, a mask is donated to Chosen 300, which helps, which helps Philadelphia residents experiencing homelessness. And then for every product sold uh, on their site period, a pound of trash is removed from the world's oceans and waterways. Number two is from another category, the best buy one, give one. It's the Buck Mason M1 All Day Antimicrobial Face Mask in the five pack. It's, of course, from Buck Mason. You can visit them at www.buckmason.com and they have their packs. They have the pack for five for $20, and then they also have um, them for $30, and then they have um, their masks, you can have two, 250 masks for 1000 US dollars. And their face masks are polyester and rayon blend. And they also have that antimicrobial coating uh, that the brand Buck Mason says will last about 30 washes. And their masks are, are in packs of five unless uh, you have the ones in bulk. And they aim to donate a million masks to those in need, essentially with their One for One program, their Mask for America project. And so far, Buck Mason has donated over 750,000 masks. Number three is for best design, the Kalinda Strada uh, fashion face mask with bows. And it's by Kalinda Strada. C-O-L-L-I-N-A, Strada, S-T-R-A-D-A. You can go to KalinaStrada.com. They're pretty expensive, pretty pricey for about $70, and that's a sale price. 
and it's made in New York City, in New York, in the U.S., for those who maybe don't know. And for everyone sold, three more go to Seeding Sovereignty, an indigenous woman-led collective that works to empower indigenous communities in their coronavirus response. Number four is for best organic linen is the Eileen Fisher Double Layer Organic Linen Mask. It's by Eileen Fisher. Uh, www, you can visit their website, E-I-L-E-E-N Fisher.com. And their masks sell for $12 for one. And they're available in two sizes and three colors. And for every purchase of an Eileen Fisher mask, one goes to an essential worker in need. And they're made in New York uh, City, in New York, or they're made in New York, I should say. And they're made from super light and breathable organic handkerchief linen material. And the fabric is from French flax grown without harmful chemicals. You should be able to check their reviews for their sizing because their bigger sizes run a, run a bit uh, a tad large, so their smaller sizes are probably what you're going to opt for. Number five for best budget is the 4 Days 5 Smiley Mask Pack, and it's by 4 Days as in F-O-R. And you can visit them at www.4days.com. And they sell the five pack for twenty-five US dollars, and they also have the twenty-two dollar um, price that you can get if you swap out any old four days item on their site. And the masks are made with two layers of organic cotton jersey from Turkey, and they also include a filter pouch where you can add your own filter. And the masks are made in Los Angeles, in California, in the U.S., and they come in all black. Number six is the Best Fair Trade Mask from uh, Tone Lay. And that's a reusable cotton fast face mask. And it's by uh, Tone Lay. And it's, uh, you can reach their site at tonle.com. They come in packs of three, five, or even ten. And the prices vary on all of those. And Ton Lay is based in San Francisco, here in California, there in California, not here in California. Um, but it's, of course, out of the U.S. And the masks are made uh, in their own Cambodian workshops where their workers get fair wages and benefits, vacation, free lunch, uh, training, and also team retreats. And their masks are made with organic cotton t-shirt jersey. And the fabric is recommended by the CDC here in the U.S. for non-medical masks. And it's because it has just the right thickness and weave. And it's really great and soft. And then lastly is the mask for best uh, for sensitive skin. It's the best for sensitive skin. It's the uh, Ravella Hope Silk Face Mask. You can visit them, Ravella, at um, shop Ravella, S-H. O P R A V E L L A dot com, and they have their masks available for $48 US dollars. And the Ravella's masks has three layers of silk and a pocket for a removable uh, filter for you. And they are OEKO Tech certified silk that's um, made with um, absolutely no toxic chemicals. 
and um, their proceeds from the masks are donated to a charity of your choice. So whatever you spend uh, on the mask of $48, 10% of it uh, goes to, you know, helping, um, you know, organizations and you get to pick which benefit. So it could be women's empowerment, could be social justice or the healthcare workers. I first want to say that not all masks are the same. Some masks are for, of course, one use, one time use, and there are plenty out there that aren't reusable, but you also can, you know, find options to make your own mask. But I would steer clear of um, some how-to videos because there are masks out there that aren't going to give you the level of protection that you need. I've seen this one video that's like amazing where this, this man, he's like a young guy, I'm probably not even 25 or so. He has done different tests with all different types of masks. I think three or four different types. I've seen the video like twice. And he did one uh, with the N95s with um, a, a cloth a mask or a, um, or type of um, another face covering, like a neck gaiter, I think. And then uh, he, he did another one with another type of mask that's um, definitely proven to uh, not spread the virus to anyone. And um, I was like, I was convinced that means that, you know, the N95s are great, but there are other alternatives that are just as powerful too. And then there's also some like your t-shirt or another type of fabric that's not really authorized or will make, you know, the situation worse for you because you're not protected. So I just want to give some of my thoughts on some of the masks that I've used and I've used a mix with the N95s, I know that they are not reusable. They can get fuzzy over time and you do have to, you know, try and make do and sanitize if you don't have like a fabric mask or a filter to go with it. It is hard to clean. It's not fun. And it's hard to breathe uh, with um, over the long term because it didn't have, you know, great fin uh, ventilation. And then also the rubber bands can snap after multiple uses. So that's not fun. I've had to make do sometimes with, you know, them getting old, but then I get, you know, either new ones, but then I just stopped doing that because I haven't gone out and I want to get eco-friendly alternatives. So that's kind of also what inspired me to, you know, talk about the information here in the news because I figured, you know, if you're running low on ideas or you're really not the creative type or you don't know what materials to use for creating a mask or you want to buy them in bulk for different prices, depending on um, you know, what you can afford, uh, what's in your wallet, then, you know, I think that this episode is really helpful and I hope that it helped you. Now, the, for the masks that I'll be buying in the future, I do have um, a few uh, masks that I got as gifts. So I'll be using those two. They're really sparkly and they definitely do the job because the material is pretty thick and they cover from the from the tip of the, from the, the not base of the nose, but the bridge of the nose to on the way bottom of the chin there's plenty of room there so I don't really have any uh, cons about it so it is pretty protective but some of the top uh, masks that I would buy from this list if I could and definitely will um, because I'll be coming back to this podcast episodes for um, the links and everything are the United by Blue a mask because I saw the reviews and I'll probably hand wash them um, because that's more that's what's um what what's thought of as more safe I guess 
because uh, if you wash them, I guess too many times, some have complained about shrinkage due to the fabric. Um, so I would watch out for that. And that's why it's good to read reviews. And then I think the next one I try out is the uh, Ton Lay, um, the reusable cotton face masks mask there. Um, because it's about $30 for the packs, which I, I think is more reasonable because you get more for the pack. You know, they'll usually come in pack of five or so. And then also, I like the Buck Mason M1 All Day Antimicrobial Face Mask in the five packs. That's what they, that's what they sell them in. And that's also for $30 too. And it has adjustable straps or ties. That's one of the first masks that I've seen that has either straps that you can adjust or ties like you're tying like a ribbon but it's of course not the thickness of a ribbon it's a bit thicker so I, I like that um, idea of a mask. I also want to note that in the list I did previous that um, there, there are only face masks included in there of course no bandanas or neck gaiters or um, funky types of scarves or anything of that of that sort because of a few reasons because um, at least here in the US um, other face coverings like those I mentioned probably um, like the bandanas and such they're probably not going to be and they won't be as effective of uh, containing uh, the virus and its particles so it's best to use a fitted face mask and also because a lot of places, especially businesses and restaurants and outdoor um, venues and organizations and, and job places and such, they're going to want you, and they do require that you wear a mask, so they're going to have it, you're going to you know, usually try and have it um, fitted around your nose and mouth snugly, and that means the other face coverings won't work and won't be as accepted, like the bandanas and neck gaiters and scarves and t-shirt um, assortments. So I really hope that this uh, list of all the different masks was really helpful. But now I want to get to a bit more uh, as far as tips later in the Mother Earth Minutes so that you can uh, look at all the different tips and ways to protect yourself. Even if you live abroad, maybe these uh, tips can help you. And definitely if you live in the U.S. and hopefully these tips are helpful as well. The Mother Earth Minutes is where we review in the next few minutes. Proactive things that we can all do to combat the issue in the episode and to protect Mother Earth. As you know, the issue in the episode is that you may or may not have eco-friendly masks. And, you know, now's the time for you to go ahead and protect yourself even more. And, of course, our planet by using those reusable and washable um, and um, amazing types of materials uh, that are composed uh, of... Uh, when it comes to those face masks and this of course helps you and our precious mother earth now for this message of the mother earth minutes i hope and want for these tips to of course protect you and others and of course these are the types of um, guidance recommendations from the cdc uh, centers for disease control for disease centers for disease uh, control and prevention I'm sorry. And um, maybe abroad, you know, those in other countries maybe have similar or different restrictions, policies, but 
these I think are standard here in the US and there are other states who may or may not comply with these in mass. There are some states have totally lifted all types of restrictions, but that doesn't mean that you cannot get sick um, just because the restrictions have been lifted or you're, you're lax in protecting yourself or your family, your friends. It's not, it's not wise for you to, you know, just do willy-nilly whatever you want to do because, you know, death comes for all. It's not going to skip over you and, you know, give you a break because you are deciding to live your own life and, you know, be lax on the coronavirus restrictions. You're probably going to, you know, be dead in a week or a month if you start coughing or, you know, not being able to taste food or have a fever or you're not able to, you know, operate how you used to. And, you know, these tips are for you to, um, you know, be aware of and to, you know, write down, maybe repeat over and over um, in, in listening to these. So, again, the CDC.gov has these on their websites, uh, checking out coronavirus information. So the first tip, and there's many others along this, it's just the first one by far is just wear a mask for everyone who's uh, who is two years old or older definitely wear masks in public and of course staying six feet apart especially around people who don't live with you and even if they do live with you you still want to be cautious because you never know if someone is already infected or isn't showing symptoms for people who are you know living with those in households and someone becomes infected you want to take all the precautions including wearing masks to spread the coronavirus to others even though that may seem like a hassle sometimes you also want to wash your hands and use hand sanitizer before putting on your mask you know having that stuff on hand in your purse in your pocket uh, in your car on the counter uh, when you're when you're at home um, in your office space at work to have hand sanitizer on deck but also wash your hands uh, you can also uh, wear and should also wear your mask over your nose and mouth and secure it under your chin i see a lot of people um, sometimes out and about that haven't put their mask on their nose even out in public or you know maybe in the elevator or somewhere else where they think no one can see them well the virus is airborne and guess what air particles particulate matter air gets gets in and out of your nostrils and that's a part of your circulatory system so you want to protect your nose as well there are people who do who, who talk and yell to other people and uncover their their mouth and then you know forget to cover themselves back up and they you know go about uh, talking to other people and that's not safe so you want to be able to secure uh, your mask under your chin you also want to make sure it fits snugly around the sides of your face and isn't looping um, around the ears too badly or slipping in any way. So you should be able to adjust it and make sure it fits properly because if not, then you're going to want to find a different mask or different brand entirely, which is totally fine. Lastly, you want to be able that you can breathe easily with your mask. Number two tip, and it's really important, is to wash your hands often. This means it, uh, every chance that you can get. This means before eating or preparing any food, before touching your face, after you're using the restroom or the bathroom, uh, after you're leaving a public place, after you're blowing your nose, coughing or sneezing, after you're handling your mask at the end of the day or maybe during work or maybe at the business meeting, anytime you're handling your mask period, you want to go ahead and wash your hands. After you're changing a diaper, 
that goes across the board. Even if there was no pandemic, you should always wash your hands, especially after changing a diaper. And next is also, you know, uh, after caring for someone who is sick, maybe you have an elderly parent or sibling or significant other, um, you know, like a spouse. That would be the opportune time. Uh, when taking care of them to wash your hands make sure that they're okay otherwise maybe they are sick with something else but you still want to wash your hands um you know just as a safety precaution regardless even if they didn't have um any uh exposures to the pandemic the the coronavirus pandemic um or if they were sick with i don't know um another illness maybe the flu or something else uh, laryngitis and they were trying to feel better you don't want to compromise their health a bit more so you just want to wash your hands also uh, after touching animals or pets it makes sense you should always do this anyway uh, is to wash your hands too number three tip is to cover your mouth and nose there are people out there who do not cover their mouth when they sneeze you know always try to do that especially when you're you know coughing or sneezing you can do so in your elbow and you know not spit in public you know especially and when you are using a tissue and you're blowing it with your nose you know be sure to you know throw the tissues in the trash if you happen to be by them for me myself I flush them because I don't even want the bacteria in the trash because it's out and about in the air still versus flushing it the paper it's soluble and it can go down the drain no problem uh, also be sure after um, using um, tissue and blowing your nose or sneezing coughing to so go ahead and wash your hands with soapy water for at least uh, 30 seconds and then lastly is to clean and disinfect uh, frequently either that be your area any uh, tops in the kitchen uh, doorknobs um, other pathways um, any surface that you touch on a daily basis, whether that be tables, again, doorknobs, light switches, countertops, uh, different handles, desks, phones, keyboards, toilets, faucets, and also sinks. The ego fact of the day is that today, 515 vertebrate species have fewer than 1,000 members. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club's Sierra Magazine in the September-October 2020 issue. The Eco Company Spotlight is an amazing time here in the Greener Thoughts program where we talk about amazing companies and products and services of those companies, all eco-friendly in their approach to what they do, uh, their ethos, also what they care about, the services that they give and provide, and the products they make for you. And some are international and some are here based in the U.S. And all of them are amazing uh, for many reasons uh, and they all vary. And I really enjoy this part in the program as, as much as the other ones. But I enjoy this segment because I get to talk about products that you may or may not have heard of. 
and I learn a bit more about each of them, uh, the backstory, and just what new products they come out with and what they do with their companies too. Really, really fun time. I've been doing a lot of reviews since February 2019. And I love getting to, you know, talk about these amazing companies and what they do. And the latest one I have for you to talk about is called Luminade. Now, co-founders and inventors Anna Stork and Andrea Shresta found a need to light the world and those who've been impacted from struggling uh, from many different things to, you know, help them light their world, their travels, their homes, their schools, and emergencies, and beyond. And they've helped uh, get their product with their lights to tens of thousands of people, and tens of thousands of these lights have been sold to help those all over the world and in developing countries too. Light is so important. It's sometimes, you know, difficult uh, to you know, see yourself not going without it, and most of us sometimes take it for granted and think that it will always be there. But with Luminade, it definitely is reaching those who have the most need uh, easier with their lightweight, durable, eco-friendly option to light their way. Now, Luminade is awesome and it has immense commitment to sustainability, mainly for the properties of the product being that it is waterproof, rechargeable, it's powered by the sun, so it's solar uh, powered, and Luminade products definitely can be responsibly recycled at any local electronics drop-off. And it's made with durable P uh, TPU, a thermoplastic polyurethane, and it's 100% PCV free and thylate free. And TPU doesn't produce or contain lead, dioxin, thylates, or any poisons that are going to be hard to pronounce. And if you buy one, you can help support someone get one too through their Give Light, Give Light campaign. You can learn more at Luminade, that's L-U-M-I-N-A-I-D dot com, and then go to their pages and then Give Light for more. Now, there are a few different products with uh, Luminade, and they have their inflatable solar lanterns, they have their inflatable solar um, um, phone chargers, it's the inflatable phone chargers, all of their products are solar based. They have other products too, and they also have bundle sets, so with all of them, they all some of them have different uh, names, or there's the tuned ones, and then there's the ones of um, single uh, function but all of them are amazing in what they do. These products are great. And I have some experience with their products because I've had it for a little bit. I bought it back on Amazon.com. I think I found either an advertisement about it, either uh, um, a commercial, maybe on YouTube, or another site that somehow was talking about another website, or maybe a YouTube video. But by happenstance, I decided to go ahead and um, buy one because I'd rather be, you know, safe than sorry if I'm ever in an emergency, if the lights go out, if there's ever a disaster, I would want to, you know, buy a lantern, buy something that can do one, be a lantern and uh, a light, and also something that can charge my phone too. So I bought it back in May of 2020, and it was about almost $50, but with shipping and handling, it was almost $70. So I felt like it was a great buy overall, and it has definitely come in handy for me. 
Now, I love that there are so many possibilities of use for their Luminade light, especially when it gets dark, or if I need to charge my phone, and let's say I'm, I'm somewhere and I'm, I'm, I'm out and about and I forgot my charger, I can just take this out of my the trunk of my car and use it to charge my phone. If there's enough light out, it's great. And it's a it's a great charger too. And it has different settings for the lumens or the, the ability of, of light um, settings that they have on their product. So I love the setup of it. It is pretty cool. It's like you're blowing up a balloon whenever you get to inflate it and you can easily deflate it too. It has a, a, a knob on there too to help deflate when you're able to pack it up. It's waterproof and it floats and it recharges in about 12 to 14 hours via the sun, you know, that solar power there. And with the USB charger, you can have your, your phone or any other device charged in about one to two hours. And that port is used for any device that you have that requires or has a USB port. So it's great for that. It's perfect for things like travel, emergencies, those who live in rural areas, hikers, nature lovers, those who camp, uh, international staff or those who work abroad, those who work in natural disasters, um, those who are transient or maybe nomads or people who just don't have a, a place that they can, you know, pop and uh, in, 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 in pop out their electronics and their charges and get to an outlet fast and for others too. It was also featured on Shark Tank, so that is a place that maybe others have, you know, seen it and heard about it, especially if you listen or um, check out Shark Tank on YouTube or on, on TV. And depending on the product that you get, their prices will differ, and they have so many currencies available that you can um, use. So they have about 13 different currencies for um, all over the world. You can just check um, your country maybe the currency is there and for me i would give it a five out of five green thumbs up and it's perfect to me now illuminate it can be found in stores and online i would check their website it's perfect it has everything you need because they don't really have like a store locator setting on their website but you can also find their products on amazon or ebay.com or rei or also walmart now, Luminade can be found on the following social media platforms of Facebook. You can check them out at Luminade, that's L-U-M-I-N-A-I-D. They're also on Instagram at Luminade. They're on, Insta they're on uh, LinkedIn at Luminade. On Pinterest, same thing, Luminade, and also on YouTube at Luminade. And I recently subscribed to their videos, and I love how they have refreshing uh, product updates and some of their videos are really short which is great because you know that gets to the point of the use of the product and various ways of which they you know, help out uh, with their campaigns and travels and other updates with their products now to contact luminade just go to the website again luminade l-u-m-i-n-a-i-d.com and then click contact us at the bottom of their website to contact them directly. I really hope that this podcast episode gave you some great ideas or led you in the right direction as to, you know, some uh, eco-friendly masks that you should buy uh, next time. Maybe you're thinking about shopping online or if you're thinking about giving a gift, you know, why not a fancy, you know, mask maybe for someone who loves 
um, different fashion trends or designs and maybe high maintenance you know maybe they'll love uh, that amazing mask that we talked about earlier which was a little bit pricey but still great and so you know there's always something for somebody and I think that you know maybe they'll love the Colina Strada mask that's about $70 here in the U.S. or maybe someone who wants something a little bit uh, to their liking and maybe wants something a bit um, uh, something for uh, quite a bundle, getting that um, United by Blue type of a uh, feel uh, for their their self, and I think that you will you know enjoy maybe those masks as well. But in any case, uh, thank you for listening, and I hope to talk with you soon in another podcast episode coming up soon. But until then, be sure to mask up, protect yourselves, and as always. Uh, Take care of yourselves, and as always, take care of the planet. See ya.